Summer is just about here, which means it's time to start barbecuing again. Whether you're going to the beach or having a small cookout in your yard, Charbroil has a grill to fit your needs. If you use our link, you can get a Charbroil one-burner portable grill for just over $100, and it's perfect for wherever you need to cook. It's convenient and portable, and works just as well in the backyard as it does on the go. Just go to multipleworldproductions.com sponsors, and use our link to shop all the great products Charbroil has to offer. as we get to the end, especially with an arc like this. When we get to the end of this show and we have all of the characters kind of getting together and, and starting to move into the final positions for the, um, what's it called? The final positions for the finale. Um, you know, it's kind of like setting the stage. The penultimate episode is always setting the stage for the finale, setting up where everything goes, who everything, like, you know, who all of the major, um, what's it called, who all the major players are, and making sure everything is kind of, you know, set out, um, properly, like, it is kind of doing that, um, and, and I think the issue becomes, um, I, I think that in this show, um, a lot of times just exposition of things that we already know. Like, we know from the pilot that Jaws is the one who's posting mean things on social media about her mom anonymously. We know that because that's how we're introduced to Jaws. We see that happen. Now, this episode has that come to a head with the two of them confronting each other 
and I enjoy that, but the discovery of that is just like, alright, so, you know, it's the, it's the show learning what I already know, and if I know something before the show does, that's a problem. What is this guy in front of me doing? He's veering all over the place. Um, if I know something before the show, before the characters in the show do, um, it can become a problem only if it's something where we're going to exposit it later as a big reveal, because it's not a reveal for the audience. Um, then it's just, okay, let's make the most of the situation. The same goes for Roxy's story, which I've been saying since day one. You know, Roxy's going to end up taking over. And, and the thing is, too, it's like, it's so obvious when you watch the first few episodes that, you know, Roxy's father definitely had her mother killed. Like, we... It's so painfully obvious. It's not subtle in the slightest. Um, but it, we know that. And we can, you know, we can extrapolate that. So then as the reveals come that that's happening, it's like, well, that's not a big reveal. That's not, it, it's not news. It's something that we've likely already figured out. It's the same, like, if you have a Batman movie, which I think this happened in, you know, the Batman where it's like, if you have a Batman movie and I'm two steps ahead of Batman, then how are you illustrating Batman as the world's greatest detective? You're not. You're, you're just kind of illustrating him as, you know, what's it called? You're just kind of illustrating him as a vigilante who's trying to do his best. Like, them painting that as a big, like, oh my god moment. It's like, it's not painted as, oh, Roxy's cat. Like, there's a thing, like, where it's like, the, the Jaws moment is used to endear Jaws and Margo to each other, which is needed for where, for how the show is continuing on, and, and we need to have that relationship solidified. So having that happen is important. On on the other side of things, um, when it comes to, um, what's it called, when it comes to Roxy, it's, it's more like, it, it's not really doing that. It's like, okay, so we need that to happen. So when she goes and confronts her father, and then I would assume kills him, and takes control of his, his enterprise, then that's going to be a big moment. But, like, there's a way to lay that out better over the course of the show and, and to have it where she figures it out before this moment and it's not this, you know, this ba-boom moment where it's like, yeah, we, we know. Like, it's not exactly subtle that this is what happened. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of silly to me that that's how they, they went about this. I mean, and again, it's not saying the show is bad. Like, I did really enjoy the interaction with Allie and Roxy, and it does have kind of a, if you've read um, The Stand, that's what this kind of felt like a little bit. And I know, I'm stretching a bit. I'm not exactly, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching it to basically the limit. Um, and it, it is kind of like you have these two schools of thought, with how these powers can be used. You have the good and you have the bad. And, you know, having, you know, Allie is kind of like, what was the character's name? Mother Abigail, I think was her name. I haven't read that book in such a long time. Um, but, um, what's it called? But, uh, you know, the man in black being, you know, the, the other one. I think I'm just mixing up Stephen King now. Oh, no, it is. Randall Flagg is the man in black. It's, it's all the same guy. Stephen King's got a multiverse going on, um, which I respect that, um, and all of that notwithstanding, all of that being what it is, you know, 
I think that they do a pretty solid job of, uh, of, of portraying these two sides of the same coin with Allie being the, let's use the powers for good, let's find out how these powers can be used to benefit, not just harm, and for, uh, what's it called, for, um, for Roxy to be like, let's, you know, find out the depths of what we can do with this, it, it is this interesting kind of thing, and, and the motivations, too, for her wanting to find out Allie, like, how to use the powers the way Allie did, are not altruistic, and I think that's another great juxtaposition between the two, and I think that having the two of them interact is a great way to, to do that, um, so what else did we have with this? I think that just about wraps up what I wanted to talk about. Um, Tatiana, I, I'm, I'm starting to, like, I understand, and I feel like you need to, and I've talked about her showing her backstory and not showing the backstory of the other characters before. Um, I, I appreciate them showing her backstory, because without them showing her backstory, um, then she, what's it called? You know... She, uh, what's going on here? Without them showing her backstory, we don't really get to understand her character as much, and I think that it does explain away a lot of her self-centeredness, for lack of a better word, her narcissism streak, um, her, you know, self-centeredness. I think that's the, you know, let's, let's go with self-centeredness. I think I was right the first time. Um, but a lot of that is, is shown in her backstory, why she is so you know, that way, um, and I think that that is an interesting kind of juxtaposition compared to the other characters in, in the show, um, and it does make it kind of okay that she is in the situation that she's in, um, but I think that's a good place thing to wrap up for today, we will be back with, uh, tomorrow is Wednesday, tomorrow we will catch up, we'll do the first two episodes no, we'll do the first three for tomorrow um, of Love and Death, and then we'll do on Thursday the fourth and the fifth. No, we'll do two, two, and then we'll be back on schedule for one. Well, no. Yes, because tomorrow there's a new episode of The Flash. All right, you know what? Check the blog. I'll work it out on my break. We'll figure it out there, and then we will, you know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll set up a calendar, and then I'll put up a post on the blog. Go to multipleworldproductions.com slash news, you'll be able to see that, um, but, uh, but yeah, we will wrap up there for today, um, and until our next episode, have a great rest of your week. This podcast is a production of Multiple World Productions. For more details about all the other things happening on all three podcasts, check out multipleworldproductions.com.